0: I imagine the ocean still, we had a tons of wind last night, so it's probably so messy. Yeah. It's, it's apparently, you were saying it's supposed to kind of cool. I think so, yeah. Out yeah. out during yeah, yeah, yeah. the day. So I be think good. yesterday,
1: we'll, rain-wise, yesterday yeah. was our worst day for a bit, which, like, I'm glad because it was pretty brutal, but, yeah, you know, it's in, still in high spirits, like, I actually quite oh, enjoyed yesterday. I love walking
0: in the rain, yeah, we yeah. never like, focused on doing something. It's yeah it's nice it's easy yeah. to get and we had a lot of nice conversations as well
1: yeah for sure just yeah i've got just got to, got to record some yeah. of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> right so we're gonna kid up join the pc club and we're gonna try and get all the miles in that we can yeah while the waves are a bit crappy, yeah it's 13
1: kilometers to Hortan Plage and I r- we reckon we can do that pretty much pretty much in a wanna if, uh, if we
0: fingers crossed yeah
1: yeah might stop for a little few uh, peanut m&m's <laughs> some uh some because uh, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm doing my intermittent fasting <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. i won't eat till coming soon on a future PM.
1: podcast uh, nutrition chat with one, Angus.
0: one meal yesterday you, but it was yeah but it was massive it was good, like good meal. it was a good meal we did eat everything 2000 calories in one sit- and it was a really late lunch so yeah true true i find it easier to do that than
1: right all right sweet let's pack up let's go The sea was big and blown out and the tide times made walking along the beach pretty dangerous so we opted to follow a cycle path that ran parallel. With little opportunity to surf over the next couple of days we figured we could put away some miles following the piste cyclable and hopefully get ahead of ourselves so when some good surf appeared we could then take it more slowly and have plenty of time to spend in the water. On top of that, the weather has been challenging to put it politely. Since our stay in the toilet building we've had constant rain for almost two solid days our boots sodden inside and out, shirts soaked through waterproofs. At Montalivet le Bain we resupply at an Aldi, sitting on the covered pavement, taking shelter and eating lunch. We meet Jeff, a cycle tourer who joins our pavement picnic. He cycled from his home in Belgium, 1,300 kilometres to get here, and plans to continue to Tarif and then on to Morocco. We walk into the evening, setting up camp in woodland off the path, covering around 13 kilometres, and aiming to do the same again tomorrow. Morning comes and we pack down tents. We see the forest warden drive past and momentarily freeze. Wild camping is a legal grey area in France. By which I mean, it's illegal, but we're doing it anyway. Another solid day of walking, and today it feels like we're pushing harder. The rain is heavier, we woke up to wet clothes from yesterday and grimace as we pull on our already soaked shirts and start walking again. But it very quickly feels almost fine, or at least we have to focus on something else. We make 176 kilometers today. We think we might find a supermarket at Hortan Plage, but like many towns here it seems to exist only to serve a gigantic campsite, which is currently out of season. The town is deserted, every shop closed. We cook pasta and couscous on the pavement outside the closed supermarket, both briefly changing into our dry clothes to warm up, only to have to put our wet stuff on again to walk, each laughing at the other's misfortune despite having to do exactly the same a moment later. The cycle path leads now through really beautiful forest. Another hour winding down the single track, Angus ahead, me walking behind. The heavens open as we recce for our camping spot, a proper Biblical downpour to make sure we're entirely drenched for the evening. But when it clears, it opens to an orange sunset behind the trees and enough of a gap in the rain to cook and set the tents. I guess it's wet socks and shirts again tomorrow, but for now I'm warm and dry, in my sleeping bag. That inside a bivy, that inside a tent, that inside a forest. is real? 13 kilometers from okay. from where we camped. So that's kind of our.
0: Really, goal, yeah. Yeah.
1: How are the uh, how are the body aches this morning? Um, Get a body
0: report. Body report. It's actually okay. I've got the back of my heel starting to rub. Yeah. Um. Otherwise. No, it's okay, a little bit tight on the shoulders. Yeah. The traps.
1: Yeah, I can feel it. I can feel it in my neck and my shoulders. Yeah. Um just from kind of leaning forward and pulling. Um my legs were hurting yesterday, but the aches kind of move around, so like like I was saying I had it in my hip to begin with and I stretched that out and that was okay. Um those tendons at the back of the knees, I can definitely feel those. Yeah. I can feel those this morning um, But it doesn't seem to be getting like worse Kind of like, that's kind of just the dull amount of You know, the normal amount of pain
0: Yeah But um, I think that's okay, you know I, mean, I definitely feel muscle soreness, tiredness Yeah it's wearing, and even just small uphills are insanely hard
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: They really do take a lot of energy Yeah
1: interesting um, thing I read quite a while ago about um, like bonds we form through doing um, you know like extreme sports and like adventure activities and stuff like that Um, it's about like you form like really close bonds with people really quickly um, and it's because you kind of see each other in a real range of different emotions over a short period of time like where in a normal friendship, like, if you kind of go into the pub with someone every week, it would take quite a long time to see them in, like, a state of, like, vulnerability or a state of, like, massive pride or achievement or fear and all those things. Whereas in a, you know, in a day of doing free running or surfing or adventuring or whatever, like, you you might see all of those things. You might see somebody, like, building up to do something that they're scared of and and overcoming that, and then sharing that achievement with them, yeah. and you build all that stuff really, really quickly. And also, you know, you're putting yourself in slightly more dangerous situations, and knowing that you would rely on that person. Like you trust them to hold you like belay rope, or you trust them to patch up your leg if you don't make the jump, or yeah. <laughs> tell you the right way to paddle back in if you get out your depth. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, you know. It's just- I think you build that trust really quickly because you have to, and you um, obviously choose the people to do those sorts of activities yeah. with that you know you can trust with that sort of stuff, right?
0: Yeah, and I feel like you, you often hear relationships that don't work because they go travelling together or whatever. Huh, yeah. That's probably because they've never really done much out of the out of the comfort norm, zone. Yeah. The environment in which they met yeah and if you meet people at the pub and that's kind of the term is the basis of the friendship yeah suddenly you're in a position where you actually yeah. need to whereas if you meet them out climbing or um and obviously th- this is a personal thing certain situations will s- suit different types of people yeah but this would be specific to me it would be i tend to get on with the meeting people on the in the outdoors um, yeah for sure and you realize it on this trip everyone that you kind of come to talk to are people that are interested in what you're doing or you're interested in what they're doing yeah And, and yeah. there's no real feel about fear about asking or like you know approaching each other um yeah so that's cool it's like i mean what kind of what are like traits that you look for in, in, in friendship and who determines what that you consider close
1: yeah mm-hmm. i mean I mean, a lot of my friends, my closest friends, are people who I met through doing this sort of stuff. So, my very closest friends back home are the guys I used to do parkour with, and, you know, we don't all do parkour anymore, but we still got that, um, the connections that we have through that, and the qualities that you have, like, I've, I've definitely relied on all of them, and they've, uh, I think, r- relied on me while we used to do that stuff together, so we kind of know that we have that trust. And like, even if, even if we don't necessarily do the same activities we used to, like that, that kind of carries through, yeah. but I mean, that's like, it's a pretty, pretty big constant through, through most of my closest friendships, really, are people who, um, share this sort of stuff, mainly because I think I'd be really boring if you weren't interested in this sort of thing, is mostly what I talk about, <laughs> 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 right? Yeah, honesty and openness and willingness to willingness to show vulnerability I think are really important. I think like um I don't know, maybe maybe it's a misconception for like extreme sports and stuff like that that everyone's really um super brave and never shows their vulnerability. Yeah. But actually I think it's the opposite. It's like, no, it's it's actually really important that the people I'm with when I'm doing those things know when I'm vulnerable because that's when I need them to that's when I might need to call on them so being comfortable showing when you're vulnerable is actually a really important trait for for that sort of stuff I'd much rather be with somebody who when they feel uncomfortable goes yo Sam I'm this is pushing me a little bit I'm feeling a little bit scared than somebody who's quiet and stoic and powers through and then suddenly collapses you know (laughs) like when it gets too much um you know, I think that's a really important trait for for pushing, your, pushing yourself.
0: Values. I think values are really important in people. Yeah. So it's not always so much what they're doing. Because I can get on with people really well who don't do any outdoor stuff. Yes, yeah, of It'll course. Be, a lot of it will be determined by their values. And there are the obvious ones of, like, um, trustworthy and... And honesty and openness but one that I always think about is um, kind of their respect and approachability uh-huh. and it wouldn't actually be towards me I often look at a true value of my close friends is how they interact with other members of the public like not me yeah I know plenty of people who are very kind with me but they are assholes as well <laughs> like, yeah and that is a that well, a it's and, a thing, isn't it? It's like, and it doesn't mean that I don't hold them as friends because there are some that who are friends, isn't? But they are, they are not very pleasant with other people. Yeah, but some of my closest friends are kind with everyone, and yeah. that really stands out. That's how I know. Oh wow, this person is—they they really are kind-heartedness because it's not how they approach me; it's how they approach yeah. with people who they don't know.
1: before we wrap up this podcast I just wanted to drop in with two quick things Uh, the first one was to say thank you so much for listening to this and following us on this journey and massive 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 thank you to anyone who supported our GoFundMe we hugely appreciate your support and um yeah thank you so much for getting involved with that and we'd like to thank you all personally and individually we will try our very best to do that uh when we get back from France Uh, The second thing is, I genuinely think the coolest way to hear this podcast is live while we're doing it. Um, We're making progress really quickly with our walk, and if you know anybody who you think would enjoy something like this, please share a a link to the podcast with them, uh, or maybe a link to our Instagram page, um, Nomad Adventure, K-N-O-W-M-A-D, Adventure, on Instagram or Sam Irving underscore film on Instagram as well, and there'll be links to all the podcasts and stuff there. We'll send them a link to a podcast. Um, I think the coolest way to hear this is while we're out here doing it, um, and it'd be amazing if you could share it with some people um, who might be interested in it too. Thank you so much.
0: Something about the sea is nomad adventure brought to you by Angus Garway and Sam Irving. It is about two adventurers chasing waves along the west coast of France and chasing purpose. In this episode with some guitar written by Angus and words done by Sam Irving both currently in an abandoned wooden hut sheltering away from the rain.